It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Tonight, lots of them tomorrow. Brad, I want to begin with the Louisville-Florida State matchup. I want you to tell us how much that line has moved. It's based on Tate Rodemaker and whether or not he's available. Concussion protocol from that Florida game. Brock Glenn is a freshman. He's from Memphis. We were talking to Coach Pete. Coach Pete had seen him since his freshman year, thinks he's got a lot of ability. Is he ready for a moment like this? Also unclear. Brad, I know that line has dropped. Is it true that at some point Louisville actually was a favorite? Uh, I have not seen Louisville as a favorite. Uh, Not done moving yet, but right now Florida State's favorite by one and a half. Uh, And. I was doing a late night show last night, and that, that was pretty much the line. So I, I personally didn't see anything uh, in the last ten, twelve hours where Louisville was a favorite. But uh, right. you know, as high as six and a half earlier this week, so it's dropped five points. Uh, I mean, part of it that, that that's not Rodemaker. I mean, part of it that's bad opening line still doesn't have the downgrade from Jordan Travis appropriately priced in. So um, side down five points, totals down six points. It opened as high as fifty three and a half. So we. We've seen some movement there. How are you going about adjudicating that game? Uh, you know, I'll use a farming term. I mean, the hay's in the barn. I got Louisville on the under. Uh, I'm not looking to double down on it or anything like that. Uh, I'm anxious to see how much the, the line moves from this point forward. I mean, I, I honestly at this point could only be interested in Florida State. I, I'm not a big Louisville guy, I think they're kind of overrated. So, uh, I mean, I've heard good things about the freshmen. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm just waiting to see if Louisville does indeed flip favorite because if that's the case, I'll take Florida State. But right now your favorite plays the under. As of right now, I mean, yeah, if I had to play it right now, i, I play the under. I mean, it looks like there's going to be a little bit of weather. Uh, I mean, it is down six points uh, from where I bet it. So I, uh, I mean, honestly, if I, if knowing what I know now, uh, I, I would just, I mean, and I saw this line open up like this 
uh, on a Sunday morning, I'm not sure that I'd have a bet right now on the game. Brad Powers with us. The total I have right now is 47 and a half. Is that accurate? Yep, yep. And I'm looking at it. Now this is, what is this? I believe this is bet MGM. Just randomly I clicked on one of these. And, uh, yes, one and a half. Florida State's one and a half, 47 and a half the total. Brad Powers with us, bradpowerssports.com. Let me interrupt these games and ask you, even though it's not confirmed from the person, everybody's saying Riley Leonard's headed to South Bend. Do you agree with that overwhelming sentiment? Yeah, I mean, I heard about it like a month ago. Uh, I mean, I think Auburn will probably make a push uh, a little bit, but uh, I, I kind of heard whispers Riley Leonard and Notre Dame like a month ago. And, I mean, I believe the guys that are on the inside there as far as all the crystal balls and that. So, um, and then, you know, uh, looking at his uh, – uh, social media accounts looks like uh, that, that's pretty much a done deal. So, uh, you know, good for Notre Dame to get out in front of that and have that uh, as long as you don't have any drama there, have your quarterback for next year, or at least a, a guy that can compete for the job. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a good move for the Irish. Will it work out better than the Sam Hartman move? Uh, he's a different type of quarterback. I mean, obviously, he, he's a little bit more mobile, uh, not as good at accurate as a passer. Uh, I, I know people don't think the Hartman thing worked out. I, I don't know what their expectations were. National championship? Uh, I mean, I, I had a terrible wide receiver room. So I, I the, the Hartman thing worked out for me. I mean, it was better than what Drew Piner, Tyler Buckner was going to give you at that position. So uh, if that's the expectation, yeah, I, I think it'll work out. Mr. LC here on Twitter, ask Brad, and these are NFL items, which is absolutely fair game. Chargers minus five and a half Patriots. Uh, I don't, I don't like either team. Uh, as far as, you know, they're not very bettable for me, especially the Patriots at this point, even though statistically the numbers, you know, cry for them to get bet. I bet them last week. I like them quite a bit. Late three line close four and a half. Um, and you know, that they come up short yet again. Uh, same can be said for the Chargers in a lot of games. I mean, I honestly, at this point, the total five and a half total 40 and a half, I, I'd probably just lean under 40 and a half and call it a day. He's got one more. From Mr. LC Falcons minus two and a half versus the Jets. Yeah, uh, it's you know with the total now, and as I'm talking, the total is getting hit under. It's down to 33 in some spots. I, I'm going to go ahead and tease the Jets, so uh, I'm going to use them as part of a one uh, one part of a two team teaser. I'm going to tease them up to eight uh, here with a low total and I'm going to tease them with the Monday night game and, and tease the Jaguars, uh, down to two and a half. So a, a two team, six point teaser. Uh, let's go Jets plus eight, uh, Jacksonville minus two and a half. Brad, correct me if I misrepresent your theory, but just for the audience, if you're new or you've never heard Brad talk about it, He's okay in some cases when it comes to teasers in the NFL. When it comes to the college game, it's absolutely a no-go. Would that be accurate? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Couldn't have said it better. And the NFL, the only time I do it is through three and seven. It's called a Wong teaser. I named after a Stanford grad that that can't, you know, decided to tease it. You're you're always teasing through the two most key numbers in, in football, that being three and seven. 
And when you have a low total like this Jets game that's 33, obviously when you have suppressed scoring, those points mean even more. So uh, that's why I'm doing it in the NFL. Just want to mention this to Brad. Brad is not a parlay guy either at all. Vaughn Broadnacks, former Buckeye player, sent me a note Sunday. Said, Bill, thanks to Jalen Milrow in that fourth and 31, he won a 20-pick all-money line parlay. 20 picks, $14, made him almost 1500 bucks. 14 bucks times 100. He had, I don't have all the teams. Obviously, Alabama, he had Missouri, Tulane, Oklahoma, Ohio, Toledo, Iowa, Ole Miss, Penn State, Texas, Oregon. I'll stop there, but... He hit a 20-teamer. That's crazy. There you, there you go. Yeah, uh, that is. Kudos. I've never – I don't think I've ever tried it, but the ones that I've tried – now, Rob had one that one year where it, I think we it was 9 out of 10 he had, and then the last one was an overnight game, and that was the last one. And it was good at about the one-minute mark. But that's, a, that's I've never even come close on any of those. Okay, Tom in Myrtle Beach – Says, Brad, please talk about tonight's big championship game. And he says, two Big Ten teams are playing for the Pac-12 championship tonight. Yeah, uh, in Oregon and Washington. I think a lot of your general person is going to be stunned that Oregon's a 10-point favorite. I'm not. It's, you know, in line with my power rings, and I bet Oregon this week. Would I, you know, would I bet him at 10 now? No. Uh, do I want to bet Washington at 10? No. Uh so here's how I'd attack it now at the current numbers. I actually lean under. I think there's something you know, wrong with Washington's offense, particularly since the Oregon game. I mean, the last six games, if you look at Michael Penick's passing stats, I mean, they're a far cry from what they were the first six games of the season. It's not like they've been playing, you know, murderer's row, Pac-12 opponents. They've been playing, you know, Arizona State in that mix, Stanford in that mix, Washington State. I mean, those are all the, you know, losing teams that aren't going to be in a bowl game. So uh, I'm concerned in that regard. So let's lean under 66. And if you really like the Oregon side tonight, uh, instead of laying 10 points, which probably seems like a lot to uh, most people, instead of betting them on the money line, minus 380, let's just go ahead and bet Bo Nix to win the Heisman because if Oregon wins tonight, uh, it's very likely that Bo Nix has a good game. If that's the case, he's going to win the Heisman, and you can bet that like minus 180, minus 190 right now. That's a very good strategy. Joe Sixpack in me says, Oregon, Washington, it's West Coast. There's going to be a million points. Take the over. That's Joe Sixpack. That's why Joe Sixpack loses, but that's the way I think. Yeah, I, I, I get it. And, you know, and both offenses <laughs> moved up and down the field the first one. But, again, Washington's offense is not what it was first part of the season. And, you know, just look at the market. The, the money's been on the under. Uh, you know, it, it was as high as 67 and 66. So, I mean, that's – and 65 and a half in some spots. So, yeah, whatever he's doing, uh, the market's saying different. If you are the Buckeyes, are you pursuing a quarterback in the portal? That's a good question. I mean, here are rumors that they might pursue like a Dante Moore. Yeah, I, you know, I, honestly, in this day and age, Bill, I'm always pursuing uh, the ability to improve my roster because I have no idea, I mean, who's going to hit the portal. I mean, it's just – I'm, I'm in the mix for everybody. Every position's open up for grabs at this point. So – uh, yeah, I, I would be, and I'm not a big Kyle McCord guy, so if I was the head coach of the Buckeyes, I'd be looking. I am hearing Dante Moore from Detroit, by the way, Sparty, 
for kind of obvious reasons. Yeah, I think that's the the most uh, likely. I, I just heard was reading a little bit. I heard whispers yeah. that maybe Buckeyes, but uh, yeah, I think that's probably the most likely. I, I, I thought that the Childs kid might go from uh, Oregon State to Michigan State. I'd rather have him than Dante Moore. And this talk that Cam Ward's got million dollar deals waiting on him if he'll leave. Yeah, no surprise there. Uh, he'd probably he'd be highly coveted to say the least. Do you believe what Matt Rule said? It's going to cost in the portal a good quality quarterback. It's going to cost you a million, million and a half plus. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very reasonable. I, I think that's uh, from what I've been reading, not only this year but uh, last year. That that's what it cost. So uh, sounds reasonable to me, to be honest with you. So uh, I, you know, with all the changes in college football, pay, players getting paid uh, is probably my least of my concerns. Uh, there's, there's other stuff going on that, that I I don't like the transfer portal compared to, to the NIL. More Brad Powers as we continue. Post your questions. We'll get them to you. Omni National Hotel. Good morning. Still some slipping and sliding going on out here with rush hour traffic still being heavy in a couple of spots like 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro towards Nashville. It's still a bit crowded down. Certain sections of Vietnam vets westbound, especially at Conference Drive as you get on that ramp there to 65 south headed down through Madison. 40 still got some volume out here on the west side on 40 east up by Charlotte Pike. All that traffic still coming in from Dixon County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering during the holiday season. Check them out online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. fa la 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 Tis the season to be giving. fa la 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 Instant games to friends and family. fa la 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 Join the joyous cash prize carol. la 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 With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Jackson City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The home of commitments and other stuff. The Bill King Show. Tommy Myrtle Reach says, hey guys, DJU, who is now in the portal again, is also looking at Michigan State, which would which would make sense. Sounds like they're going to get a dude, regardless of how that shakes out. Sounds like it's going to go well. More questions here. Brad Powers with us each and every Friday. Jeff, two in the 615, says, at one point, Iowa's team point total versus Michigan was an over-under of one-and-a-half points. Did Brad see that, and if so, did he bet that portion of the bet? Uh, you know, I didn't see that. I, I mean, you know, what's been making rounds is, you know, first-half team total, a half for Iowa uh, at a particular book. So, you know, first-scoring team total, or first-half team total, a half. But I, I didn't see a team total of a half for the full game at a particular book. Uh you know, right now I'm looking at it. Uh, looks like it's uh, six and a half uh, for their for their game full game scoring. Uh, money has come in on Iowa. I, I can tell you that throughout the, the the course of the week. I mean, it was high. I was doing a show on Wednesday morning, and it was looking like it wanted to go to 24, but uh, it's down to 21 and a half in some spots at this point. Uh, am I part of the Iowa money? No, I. I I know it's a bad spot for Michigan. They don't need margin. Iowa's defense is great, but uh, I I just can't get there on Iowa. I mean, the, the only team that they played with a pulse this year, Penn State, beat them thirty-one nothing. So uh, <laughs> I I and it reminds me of the, the the game between these two a couple of years ago in the Big Ten championship game where I thought Michigan would be flat. They finally beat Ohio State and whatnot, and it was forty-two-three Michigan. That was a better Iowa team too. So I I did not bet this one. Totals down to thirty-five. Brad, Coach Pete Cordelli with me 
and hour one was with Lou at Minnesota, Notre Dame, Arkansas, various places. Anyways, a wealth of knowledge. He doesn't think Harbaugh's back after this year. Yeah, I I think it's 50-50. Uh, so, uh, obviously, some of it's with everything that's gone on off the field. On the field, I mean, keep in mind, they're going to lose the majority of their team, their contributors for the last few years. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, the schedule, it, it gets infinitely tougher next year. Uh, for the Wolverines, so I mean they could have a, a decent team and go seven and five, eight and four. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense that he might go to the Bears. I mean, that would be one of the jobs at the NFL that should pique his interest. But uh, we'll see. I, I, I do think it's fifty-fifty. I think it was Chris Felica put out various potential matchups and what the spread would be and. Georgia was favored over everybody, but the Oregon spread was minus one. It was just minus one, Georgia minus one against Oregon. Sammy in Hatton, Alabama, ask Brad if those numbers correspond with his. Yeah, they were pretty close. Uh, I'd have probably Georgia a little higher than that. I, two would be my power rating. If I was booking, I would make Georgia three. Um, in that one, uh, but yeah, that that wasn't too far off the beaten path. In fact, I mean, I have Georgia one, so I obviously would, that means I'd have them favor over everybody. A lot of people they're going to be surprised. I I have Oregon two in my power rings. I got them one point ahead of Michigan. So, uh, that I mean, the the Ducks are very well thought of in Vegas circles right now. Uh, so, and if you don't believe us, I mean, it, that's why they're a ten point favorite tonight against the Washington. So, uh. Yeah, Oregon's two, Michigan's three. Ohio State, Alabama would be the next in line there at four and five. I know, Brad, that in the South, some people don't think that other regions of the country order shoulder pads. They think it's just college football in the South. And it is more passionate, but there's good ball all over the place. What would you say if the statement was made, the Alabama-Georgia game, the winner will win the national championship. Uh, good question. Yeah, I mean, if it's Georgia, obviously, yeah, I'm going to rubber stamp that. Alabama, I mean, no, I mean, it depends on who wins it. Georgia, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that'll probably be your national title winner. But Alabama, I'm not there yet. Uh, I'm just not. And if you got a problem with that, Fourth and thirty-one. I mean, come on. And then what are you thinking of Alabama at this point? So, um, yeah, I, if Alabama were to win, I, I wouldn't think it was a slam dunk that they would beat an Oregon or a Michigan. That Georgia number, Brad, it looks like it was around four and a half, maybe five. I saw some sixes. I haven't looked this morning at that one. But it looks like the money had been on Georgia or has been on Georgia, right? Yeah, a little uh, battle in the marketplace so early week. Yep, it got in fact it got as high as six and a half uh, in some okay. spots. As low as four, up to six and a half. We've seen buyback on Alabama, low as four and a half. Uh, now we're back down to so uh, it kind of makes sense that there'd be a battle. I'm in at five. Uh, you know why? Why are we seeing move, so much movement on a game like that? Well, keep in mind five is a dead number. Doesn't take too much to move off of five like it would a key number of three or seven. Uh, I, I'm not too – I did lay four with Georgia. It was a lay four, take seven situation for me uh, as far as my power rating. So that's where I'm at on that. I do like the over. Um, 
SEC title games, you think defense, but I mean, 10 of the last 12 of them went over. I think good offense beats good defense. And obviously in the SEC championship game, you got good units for typically on both sides. Uh, Georgia's offense to me is better than what it's been the last couple of years. They just, they're more versatile in my opinion. Uh, and, and I think a blessing in disguise that some guys were banged up this year because they found new weapons and now they're a little bit healthier. Alabama's offense is at its peak last four weeks compared to what it was at the start of the season. And uh, Georgia's defense worries me a little bit from what I've seen the last month, uh, particularly inability to stop the run consistently. So uh, over, you can find as low as 54 still. I, I like the over. I'm looking right here again at Bet MGM. It's 54 and a half. You said shop, and maybe you get a 54. Yep, 54. I'm seeing 54. At least uh, in Vegas, uh, 54, but I'm looking at maybe some other spots. But yeah, 54 and a half is still good. Uh, 55 is uh, a lot of people know key numbers as far as uh, you know, sides, 3 7. 55 is a very key number in, in, in the total realm. So make sure if you're betting the over, don't bet over 55. Make sure you shot and get a 54 and a half. The GOAT down on the Emerald Coast asked Brad about a nine-game spread parlay. He said, I took Liberty, Oregon, Texas, Toledo, Tulane, Troy, Georgia, Louisville, Michigan. Bet 25 to win 8,100. <laughs> Again, Brad's not Mr. Parlay guy, but Brad, long shot, but does that have any chance? Where are the flaws? Uh, I, for the most part, I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not the guy asking that. I mean, the flaw is making the bet to begin with. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I will say this. I bet more favorites than underdogs this week against the spread. So. Uh, I think he win, obviously wins a majority of those. I, I, I think there will be an upset or two statistically. Uh, it says that he'll probably lose one or two of those legs, but uh, we'll see. Texas, what percentage do you give them with some chaos getting in? Uh, well, I mean – you would hope it's pretty simple for them. They just need Florida State to lose and, and them to win, and they should be in. I mean, that that, that would be my thought process. But uh, uh, I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess if Alabama were to, I, I honestly, I mean, I think it should be real simple. If you're a real college football fan, you don't have any dog in the fight as far as you know. None of these teams are teams you root for, but you want to see good college football. You want to see good semifinals. You you probably want to see. I know how college football fans are. They, they want to see, you know, sort of blue bloods or tradition-rich programs. I mean, to me, it's real simple. Favorites win in every conference championship game among the Power Five, with the exception of Louisville beats Florida State. And you'd be looking at a semifinal of Georgia versus Texas in the Sugar Bowl, uh, w- which would pique a lot of people's interest. And you'd be looking at an old-school Pac-12 Big Ten game in the Rose Bowl for the final time, Oregon versus Michigan. I think that would be the best-case scenario for everybody. We can say, Brad, this is the best Texas team since 09. Oh, yeah, slam dunk. It is. And that team got to the championship game. Colt McCoy, shoulder out. But Nick's first national championship. Texas minus 15 and a half against a mullet. Do you have a feel there? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I lean towards the Texas side. Uh, I bet them. 
Would I bet him now at 15? Probably not. I'd just bet the over. I mean, I think there's motivation for margin for them. Uh, I get it, Oklahoma State. Gundy is, a, you know, a good underdog coach, but I, I just think Oklahoma State's not very good this year. I mean, they're good performance against Oklahoma, good performance against Kansas State, but, I mean, just way too many bad data points uh, for them to, to to think that they're going to, you know, make an upset here. I, I just I, I think Texas is the right side. So, for me, lean Texas, prefer over 55. Probably irrelevant, but I found it kind of comical. They voted in the Big 12. Oklahoma State's head coach, Mike Gundy, who's a good coach, best coach in the history of that school, best head coach. But they yep. went 9-3. and three. They voted him coach of the year over Sark, who went 11-1. and one. To me, that was simply a giant double-fingered bleep you to Texas on the way out. I agree. <laughs> no other way to describe <laughs> yeah, no. it. He shouldn't have won it. They lost by 26 at home to South Alabama. I mean, lost by 42 to Central Florida. I mean, he he got it. I mean, in the month of October, he did about as good, well of a coaching job as anybody in college football this entire season. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree with your sentiments there. And that might, you know, wrinkle Texas a little bit uh, in that regard. So more motivation for Texas to get margin here. Brad, we'll have plenty of months to talk about this, but – to me, Oklahoma and Texas are in better shape, certainly Texas, than I thought maybe a year ago heading into the league. I thought they might be limping into the SEC. They are clearly not limping into the league. I agree. Yeah, Texas, it's always to be determined. I mean, it can change. I mean, well, let's see, you know, transfer portal, how that shakes out and whatnot. Uh, let's see coaching staff changes. But uh, monetarily, uh They'll be all right. Uh, and I, I want to still see. I haven't deep-dived everybody's schedule yet. Right. Uh, so obviously, you can lose now with the 12 teams. You can lose a couple games, and, and everyone seems to embrace that now. Where We just watched an Ohio State-Michigan game where everything was on the line. The hell, next year, that doesn't mean that much. I mean, honestly. But, so, uh, we'll see. A lot, lot to sift through here. But, yeah, I both teams rectified themselves big time. I'm still a little bit concerned about Oklahoma, though. If I'm being honest, yeah, that's fair. No, that's that's fair. Not that it matters in the moment, but it sounds like when yours, Brad, unless you're hearing something different, is probably coming back. And let me just throw something: Juice Wells, who has not been healthy, but is a fantastic receiver, who just jumped in the portal from South Carolina, James Madison. Prior all that, Texas recruited him hard. Sark did a year ago or whenever it was, a couple of years ago, and there's a lot of talk that that's where he's going, which would be a Yeah, another... I've heard, heard both. You were coming back, and well, is that likely to go to Texas? That'd be pretty nasty. I mean, they're already good there, but that would be a nice – Yeah, and they've recruited well. They, I mean, they're, they're not fluky this year. I mean, it's, no. uh, they're good defensively too. So, yeah, things are looking real good for Texas right now. Brad Tulane SMU tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Fantastic job Willie Fritz has done. Also, SMU, give them their compliments as well. Minus 3.5 is what I'm looking at. Yeah, so uh, 
if you really deep dive college football, I mean, peculiar movement here, and it's all about the mispricing of, you know, Preston Stone broke his leg last week. That's a new starting quarterback. Um, line opened like three and a half, four, and then it got it hit the screen that, oh, he's going to be out because people don't watch college football. They don't pay attention. The line got out to like six. We've seen some buyback on SMU. Uh, I mean, the three-and-a-half spread already had that factored in that uh, Preston Stone wasn't going to play. I lean SMU. I prefer the under. I mean, my VIP service uh, gave out under immediately because uh, it was off on Sunday. It dropped five-and-a-half points. We'll see. I mean, that probably means a loss in the way this year's went uh, for me. But uh, that, that was my preference, the under. I mean, two end games, 10-and-2, and the under. Really good defense. Tulane's banged up at wide receiver, cluster injuries there. Uh, SMU's got, you think offense, but their defense is pretty good. And uh, obviously they got a backup quarterback playing against a pretty good front on Tulane. So I'm rooting for a lower scoring game. Johnny Vegas wants to know your breakdown of Boise State UNLV. Yeah, it's probably, you know, it's my favorite play of the week as far as the side. It, it is square. I, I will mention that, but uh, I like Boise State here. I'm laying the two and a half. I just, Addition by subtraction, losing Avalos. Uh, Boise State, 7-5, and five, but, I mean, four of their losses. I mean, very. I mean, this should be a 9- or 10-win team. I mean, they lost Hail Mary to Colorado State on the final play. They lost a, a Memphis game where a blocked field goal returned for a touchdown went against them. They lost a, a Fresno State game where the key play was right. The final play of the first half, there was a kick, a 100-yard kick return touchdown against them. So, hard luck team, better than their record. UNLV, they've gotten to this point where it's been an awesome season. I just think, you know, it's a good story, but, you know, Cinderella's invited to the dance, but there's, you know, there's a time limit there. There's a curfew, and I think the curfew's up for UNLV. So, Boise State, for me, minus two and a half. One more segment here with Brad Powers on this Friday edition. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase out here even more so on 24 coming in from Rutherford County. It's still a bit busy on 40 East as you come past Charlotte Pike coming up from Bellevue. Traffic's still a little bit crowded 65 South over here at Trinity Lane as uh, it continues to run a little bit heavy sometimes through Millersville on 65 going southbound. With this rain, give yourself plenty of extra travel time. Hey, don't miss it this year. Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. Check them out online at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. 
The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. knows all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. I will knock a few of these out for bread. Josh, who's a big Clemson fan down on the Emerald Coast, wants to know, Brad, should an undefeated Florida State get in over a one-loss Georgia? Uh, yeah, I mean, most deserve. I mean, you got to ask yourself this: Are, would, would is Florida State one of the best teams? No, I um, mean that's Bill Hancock's, you know, language. So yeah, I mean, if you're saying you, our job is to get the four best teams in there, no, they shouldn't be in there. But that's never been about that. I, I just, it's always been the four most deserving teams. So uh, thirteen and all, Florida State should be in, uh, regardless of the quarterback situation. Nathan in Detroit, guys, I missed you earlier. Could Brad? Give me the cliff notes on the Oregon-Washington game tonight. Sure. Yeah, lean under. Uh, if you want to attack Oregon but don't want to lay 10 or, or lay a minus 380 money line, let's just bet Bo Nix to win the Heisman at minus 190 because if Oregon you know, performs well tonight, it's likely Bo Nix performed well, and he'll uh, be you know close to a lock to win the Heisman, in my opinion, in that regard. So that'd be the way I attack that game. Humble seeker, Brad's thoughts on New Mexico State Liberty. Yeah, solid game. Uh, obviously, Jerry Kill uh, is an unbelievable coach, Hall of Famer as far as I'm concerned, but uh, kind of up against it, in my opinion, this game. Short week traveling uh, off of two really big-time performances against Auburn and Jacksonville State the last couple weeks. Uh, quarterback's not 100%. I lean Liberty. Sammy in Hatton, Alabama. I missed Brad's thoughts earlier on FSU Louisville. Brad, give him the cliff notes. 
Yeah, I mean, tough game to recommend now that it's moved to five points on the side as far as Louisville, six and a half down to one and a half. Totals 53 and a half down to 47 and a half. I am part of both of those moves. I bet Louisville in the under. If you had to pinpoint me right now, you got to make a bet. You absolutely got to make a bet. I'd, I'd go under 47 and a half. Brad, I do want to skip to a week from Saturday, last game of the regular season. Army, Navy, both are five and six. The total is 28 and a half. Every year, Brad, you'll correct my number, 16, 17 years it's been under, except last year it was over. You had the over, won it in overtime. Is it time to go back to the under? Well, at 28, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll be there uh, at the game. Uh, I, I hope it's a little bit more higher scoring than that. Uh, but uh, fair line, I haven't bet it yet. A lot of people, they open 31 and a half. I mean, everybody's on the under already, so – uh, honestly, I'm going to break a rule. I, I'm i going to see where it moves right now, but this is a game. This is the only game out of 900 games that I would consider teasing in college football. What I would tease would be I would tease Navy up to eight because the Army's a two-point favorite. So I'm going to take a six-point teaser and tease Navy up through three and seven. So at least that leg is correct in that regard And when you're attacking teasers. And I'll probably tease over 22. And you're going to Philly. That's in Boston this year. Oh, that's okay. That's right. Okay. All right. But you're, but you're heading that I'll way. I will be there. Yeah, one of the companies I work for paying uh, first-class tickets, hotel, and, and everything, and game tickets. So I said, yeah, I'll go. The Delaware-Montana game. Montana State, North Dakota State, Mercer, South Dakota State, South Dakota, Sacramento State, Furman, Chattanooga. Not trying to make everybody dizzy, but is there a game or two in that realm that you like? Good question. Uh, I've been really good at that. The FCS this year has been the best thing I've ever bet in my life uh, as far as results on a big sample size. Right. I don't like this week's card. Uh, the, the market's all over this. Chattanooga's might be down to a backup quarterback, so that stinks. Uh, a lot of money on the under and Furman in that game. Uh, Delaware, you mentioned that one first. Delaware might be on a third-string quarterback. Well, the line's jumped up four or five points already on Montana. Uh, if I had to make one bet, I'm anxious to see what the movement is here in the next 24 hours, but I, I kind of lean Youngstown State plus six and a half against Villanova. This would be the first week in a while you don't like the card when it comes to. Pretty much first time all year I really don't like it. I mean, I've almost bet every single game in the FCS playoffs last week, but uh, these are matching my numbers. So I'll have to deep dive a little bit further. There's going to be some weather in college football. I'm not sure all the weather is going to be properly accounted for at the FCS level. So uh, to be determined, to be honest with you. But nothing right now is like screams, this is a great bet. Does Jaden Daniels have a chance to win the Heisman? Yeah, and Bo Nix doesn't play well tonight. I mean, Jaden Daniels not only has a chance, but uh, it'll be probably 50-50 type of situation if Bo Nix goes out and throws a couple interceptions tonight. He, look, all I know is, and I know he had no defense to help him. LSU quit playing defense. It was that bad. Couldn't get off the field. But if it's about the quarterback having the best year, there's no competition, I don't think. I, that's, if I, I, don't vote, vote if I had a Heisman vote, I would vote Jaden Daniels. He's the best player in the country. 100%. I, and I quit about three years ago. 
And not really out of disgust. It just wasn't that important to me. So I just thought I don't need to be voting anymore. But, yes, I would would vote Daniels. The biggest switcheroo I ever had last minute, Brad, was on Saturday 09. And Colt McCoy had a bad game, so I took the Alabama. Who's the Alabama running back who's now on Fox? Mark Ingram, uh, yeah. He had a big correct. game I, against Florida that day. I switched it. Uh, Texas. Yeah, I switched. Ndamukong Sue dominated Texas right. in that game. And Ndamukong Sue, who came in, I believe, third or something in that whole deal, right? Um, yeah. Gave Ingram, Mark Ingram, the uh, award. And, see, I was a little down on Mark because I thought in the – Game preview. Was it the Auburn game or something? I thought he had a bad day. and I, So I downgraded him some, and then, of course, Florida game, not, not the case. All right, Brad, tell everybody how they can get your stuff. BradPowerSports.com, dead top of the page. Bill King tab. If you want all the bowl picks, 40 bucks for the rest of the season, uh, you can check that out, BradPowerSports.com. See you next week. All right, take care. There it is, Brad Powers. With us every Friday. Brad Power Sports. morning traffic's on the increase out here even more so on 24 coming in from rutherford county it's still a bit busy on 40 east as you come past charlotte pike coming up from bellevue traffic's still a little bit crowded 65 south over here at trinity lane as uh, it continues to run a little bit heavy sometimes through millersville on 65 going southbound with this rain give yourself plenty of extra travel time hey don't miss it this year enchanted garden of lights at rock city in chattanooga check them out online at crockcity.com i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the state. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com.
Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. He spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. I tell you what I also do. I hit refresh on the transfer portal every tenth of a second. I'm really strange about the topic because I think it's an absolute disaster for the sport, but it is entertaining. I find it very intriguing. It's basically, for me, a new vein, if you will, a new stream off of recruiting. It is recruiting. It's just college players you've seen play. A little bit different. I find that interesting. Where a player like Juice Wells ends up, I find that interesting, right? Where are any of these players go? How they impact? What's the outcome? I find all of that incredibly interesting. I do. Yeah, I I enjoy. Pete Cordelli with us earlier. If you missed him, that was our one. That'll be, if you pull up the replay, you can hear all of that. Coach Pete touched a lot of areas. I mean, a lot of different areas. Very, very thorough. He'll be with us at Commitments. If you come in Thursday and you head up to the Bill King Suite. Now, remember, you'll have to contact me to get you up there because you don't have access to the suite area. But that's not a problem. I'll get extra key cards, and I'll give them to various folks, and they can – Come down and get you. I can come down and get you. It's not a big deal. That That's not a problem at all. Any of you have been there in the past, that's that's not an issue. But you just, unless you have your own suite up top, then you don't have access to that top floor. But we can accommodate that. Not a problem. But Coach Pete will be there, and if you want to hang out and meet him, talk some college football, he will be there and available for you. We should have an absolute blast this year. Yeah, should should have an absolute blast this year. 
Tom said, Bill, at commitments, we're going to officially welcome Noel Core to the B1G family. Yes, he lives down on the Emerald Coast. He has two teams that he pulls for. He loves the Knowles and he loves Washington. And you know what? There's a decent chance both his teams are in the Final Four. Both his teams are in the playoffs. That is very much doable. That is not an unreasonable hope right now. Going to need a little help. UW's a pretty solid underdog tonight in the Ducky game. Florida State may be down to quarterback number three block, Glenn. If you missed Coach Pete earlier, we talked about this. Coach Pete had lived prior to moving here to the 615, had lived in Memphis for many years. Many, I, I think 20 years probably. And he got to see the players down there and all the broadcasting jobs he's done and everything or the schools he's been affiliated with. He's seen all kinds of players. But Brock Lynn is a Memphis kid who was actually committed to Ohio State originally. Now, ends up at Florida State is a true freshman, and when Tate Rodemaker went out in the Florida game, he got some snaps. This kid's got some skill set. He's got skills. I don't know how prepared he'd be if they have to go with him because right now it's unclear the level or if Tate Rodemaker can play. Don't know. Don't know. Unless you guys have seen something definitive, and obviously if you're Florida State, what would be the point of telling anybody what you're going to do? What would be the point there? Like Coach Pete said earlier, you'll know who we're playing when we get to the ball game and we try it out on the field for the first offensive series. You'll know then. Can't hide it then. But he followed Brock Glenn since, he said, I believe, ninth grade. And says he's got a very good skill set. If that's indeed who they go to. Talking to Brad about it, Louisville's had a fantastic year. He thinks that 11-1 and record's a little misleading by virtue of scheduling, et cetera. And it might be. It might be. Yeah, it might absolutely be. Nonetheless, that's a game to check out. Have you mapped out your uh, – tonight we've got that Oregon-Washington game. And an hour before that, the Liberty-New Mexico State game starts. Early games tomorrow. The mullet and Texas. Again, the Big 12. A double finger bleep you salute to Texas out the door. The mullet coach of the year over Sark. That had one meaning and one meaning only. Hey, Texas, double finger bleep year. Only reason you would vote that way. No other reason. The Georgia and Alabama game's a 3 o'clock game on Saturday. Very pumped about that. The Louisville-Florida State game is a night game. Michigan-Iowa, both those 7 o'clock games. Michigan-Iowa. The last Michigan-Iowa game, I was coming home from Tennessee-Chattanooga from the state championship games. My son's team was in it. And right before that game, Ty Simpson's team was on the field. 
So I watched the last two minutes of that. He was the MVP. And then my son's team played Oakland out of the borough. And I remember listening to the Iowa game coming back. The Iowa-Michigan dominate. What was the final there, 45-7 to or something? Crazy. See you Monday, y'all. Lush Pop.